uh, there. Um, what's that? Uh, let me ask. What's the official as opposed to what you're going to say on the show? <laughs> well, we're recording right now. <laughs> Shit, we should back that up. They're um, they're at child molestation camp. <laughs> what, what else am I going to say? They're at a camp <laughs> where you learn how to molest children. That's what they're doing. Wolf. That's <laughs> fucking rough. That's. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but when he told me, uh, me and Elena Moore are going to <laughs> child molestation camp in St. Louis, I was like, I did not know that was a thing. Then I looked it up. It's not a thing. Officially. <laughs> officially. Yet. <laughs> officially, what they're doing is going to a, um, a, a timeshare program. That's officially what they're doing. But it's under the guise. It's under that guise so they can learn how to molest children effectively. That's what I was told. That's what they told me. I don't know. That's what the scuttlebutt is. That's what I was told. Word around the campfire. Yeah. Aaron said, I'm going to, it, I mean, under, under the guise of going to a timeshare presentation, we're going to child molestation camp where we learn how to molest children. That's what they told me. I don't understand it. Oh, God. Uh, anyway, we got to do the 10 second thing so we can uh, get the background noise out in three, two, one. Okay. I'm going to leave that in, too. I'm leaving that 10 seconds in, baby. You watch. That would be where people tune out. Usually is. Yeah. Yeah. Child molestation camp. Can't believe it. It's amazing. <sighs> Who would have thought? Who would have thought? Hmm? Mm-hmm. It's rough. Yep. Well, what are you going to do? I can't believe it's, uh, I mean, the word's gotten out to me that it's a child molestation camp that they're going to. <laughs> now you're just saying how many times you can say it. <laughs> you're trying to make some algorithm pick up on it. Uh the algorithm god's ears pricked up what (laughs) (laughs) oh fuck is that a star blast look at this guy oh yeah I think Paul Stanley came up with that one Really? No, but I think no, he didn't come up with it. But I think he originally. I th- I'm pretty sure it was a it was a Paul Stanley themed. Inter- I'm pretty sure. I need that Star, needs a Google Star Child. I, 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 I mean, also I've, I know could, I've seen it somewhere. It could also be a patriotic thing. You notice the red, white, and blue. Well, that's what I'm saying, though. Is it? Well, it could be a Bowie thing. <laughs> Would you like Bowie? to borrow my dump a Bowie? Bowie went to child molestation camp. A lot of people don't know that. <laughs> You're just going to keep up with that. <sighs> Fuck. Episode 341. Aaron and Elena are at child molestation camp. Yeah. You'd think it would be easy to molest children, but apparently there's techniques. It's like we're learning Taekwondo. I don't know. You're not going to jump in on this little uh, improv we're doing? Okay. I'll do it by myself. I'm fine. You got to learn to coax them into the van. You know. <sighs> The right candies to choose. 
I'm your dad's friend. He told me to come pick you up. That thing. <laughs> your opening lines. Yeah. The pickup lines for children. <laughs> I'm imagining some awful acting teacher sitting on a stage. He's like, this is your van, and go. Hey, it's Timmy. Just Terrible. guessing. Just Terrible. guessing. Yeah. Timmy. Do you know his name's Timmy? I do not know that his name's Timmy. His name's Timmy. Keep going. Your dad told me to come get you. What I got? I, I I was looking for that, and I just saw this headline that's not complete, so I have to look this up. Paul Stanley blasts growing pain star Kirk Cameron for staging another maskless Christmas Carol protest. Jesus Christ! <laughs> Paul Stanley is a uh, uh, a COVID Karen. Kiss frontman Paul Stanley has blacked actor turned evangelist Kurt Cameron for holding two maskless caroling protests in California last month. Yeah, but they're just as stupid as the maskless protesters. I'm sorry. everybody's dumb. I know. I'm. 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 You know. To to for I wear a mask because there's people that I don't want to expose to things. I still do it. Um. I'm sorry. I'm not. You don't have to apologize. I know, but I'm saying I'm sorry that you know that people have such a. A, a fucking problem with it, you know, because I'll get looks when I go into stores. People are like, you know, it's so ingrained in everybody now that pull everything's everything's political. It's so stupid. That's that's a hack bit too now to say everything's political, but it's the truth. It is the truth. So, I mean, what fucking beverage choice? You you know, if you drink a certain kind of beer, you're American. If you don't, you you know what I mean. It's it's fucking dumb. It's just the whole thing has gone insane. And I just um, there's a coffee company, Black Rifle Coffee Company. They're getting this bit right now, <clears throat> where um, at first they were considered the conservative. Uh, it sounds Starbucks. Yes, it sounds because like it was this guy invented, uh, made up his company. Mm-hmm. Like he he fell in love with coffee in Afghanistan while he was fighting terrorists. Good which you know, are they terrorists or are we invading their land? I uh, don't know. There's probably a little mixture of both there in there. Well, if you push it, well, back, if you, <laughs> well, Shavani, don't you look swell today? <laughs> but anyway, um, if you push people far enough, they're going to become terrorists. Yes, because they don't feel they, they feel like their hands are tied. So, um, but still, he invented this coffee company. Yeah, that's what, and yeah. it's got a big AR-15 on, on the logo, and. Um, like when that Kyle Rittenhouse kid got out of prison, um, he had a Black Rifle Coffee Company shirt, and immediately the lefties started spreading the rumor they're sponsoring this kid. The boy bought a shirt. It's, it's he might have just liked their Joe. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm sure it's fine. I don't. I've had it. I'm it's not, not anything special. Yeah, I'm not a coffee guy, so I don't. Know. I like Folgers, but um, then they did. He did an interview with the New York Times where he said he doesn't. He doesn't want racists or. Um, bigots of any kind as customers I will, he said i will pay you to leave good for him and then awesome and then some of his they just clipped the quote out of out of what he said mm-hmm. and that's what they put in the article making him paint everybody that's conservative as racists and bigots so then he's like jesus fucking christ so all i these, can't win either way yeah, you can't you cannot I mean, right but he, he was like a special forces guy and have you done so? He lot- brought over the people that the Afghani people that um, helped 
as scouts or whatever. Right. He brought them over and gave them jobs in his coffee company. Awesome. Good for him, man. Yeah, What's, that dude sounds rules. like a great guy. Yeah. Have you noticed? He those, just have, wants less taxes. Have you noticed that a lot of the special forces guys tend to lean left? Have you noticed that? A lot of them are right in the middle. Right. Well, I mean, yes, they're more common sense. But in a lot of things, they lean left. Like, because they've you know, seen things. Right. And they and, and then you're a lot of active, like regular, you know, what, what do you call them? Your regulars. Yeah. Are lean right. You know, and I don't understand that. The biggest donors. Um, There's probably to, something we could say off the air. <laughs> the biggest donors to like Ron Paul or any uh, Tulsi Gabbard this past time. <laughs> Special Forces guys. Are military because mm-hmm. they're talking about ending the nonsense wars right so not a bunch of chicken hawks who say yeah should, yeah yeah chicken hawks on both sides by the way you know oh, yeah. i hate that shit i hate it with both sides and when people throw them in that argument about trump i want to punch them but it's just you know and that's it in that it's true you know it's you have people who you know well we have to get involved we have a moral imperative why i mean those the people over there can solve their own problems. They're adults, you know. And I and I don't don't, don't get me wrong. There is gray area. There are gray areas to everything. Mm-hmm. Like like I said, we've discussed before. Leaving the curd high and dry was bullshit. That's a bullshit move. And but I, that's just a talking point. That's not a real thing because they're fine. Mm-hmm. They're fine. It's just that they're it's fine. A, it's a thing the lefties say to seem compassionate whenever we want to end a war that they don't want to end. That's what but I say. don't say it for that reason. I don't say it for that reason. I say it because I have read up on all these wars and, you know, and when you get people and you just abandon an ally, that's one of the worst things you can do. I mean, I, it's just wrong. It's a wrong thing to do. You may be right, but they're fine. I'm sure they're fine <laughs> now, but I'm saying that doesn't matter. I mean, it, just because you... Just because the guy that you're you're backing up in a fight, you decide to leave and he turns around and beats everybody's ass, that doesn't mean that what you did was okay for you to do. Well, if we made sure that they knew how to defend themselves, if we did all we could do, it's sort of like Afghanistan. Apparently, it's impossible to teach a lot of those people how to um, police their... Because apparently, like, second grade education is what they get over Mm -hmm. there, our equivalent. And we don't have a good education system, but oh, it's god, it's garbage. The men, it's, it's only the the upper crust that get any that are sort allowed of real education. See, here we go. So here we, here we, we go people again. High and dry. A a a poor microcosm version of the world at large. Afghanistan is just West Virginia with head wraps. It That's is all it, it is. Yeah, there most certainly is, and less water. It's yeah, <laughs> markedly less water. And yeah, less plants. unless it's snow. Yeah, and so you know, unless they can make it snow. How somehow. can you have snow and being dry at the same fucking? I time? don't know. <laughs> it's a desert with snow on it. It defies logic. <laughs> But and it happens. And sometimes. heroin. So much heroin. I always bring this up. I've probably said this on here a million times. Do you remember in the 80s when we had military operations? Yes, they were protecting poppy fields. The, co- the cocaine is grown. We had a big cocaine problem. Yeah. Which, crack. The CIA was selling crack sure. to the inner city. Well, now, I believe, probably there's a 90% chance the CIA is behind the big opiate epidemic here in the United States. I thought the uh, I thought Big Pharma was behind that. Well, they're behind. I mean, do you not think they work in concert with each probably, other? Probably. I'm sure. At, at this point, you know, it's just nothing. No shoe is going to drop that's going to well, make me. Big Pharma, sees that, big Pharma sees that heroin's a big problem, so they make their own heroin. That's what they do. Let's get in on that action. 
and they're really mad that everybody can just grow weed. Weed grows anywhere. Kratom. So they're going after Kratom now. Oh, they're, they're going to keep going after it. But literally weed, they're mad about that because even if they do make their own alternative to it, I can still just put a pot in my in my fucking window and that bitch is going to grow whether I want it to or not. It's a weed. It's just what it is. Right. So they're mad about that. They can't. It's really hard to control that one. So they're, I, I think in the next few years, they're really going to try to um, to get corporate growing to just big pharma and everybody else it's illegal to grow sure you're allowed to have one plant like booze yeah you can you can brew like homebrew just like your little you can get your homebrew kit yeah if you go up in the woods and make your own shine like a goddamn american should be allowed to do and i'm not kidding you're you're a fucking like a, american like a fine appalachian person yeah you should be allowed to do that All right and you agree to to do your best to make it and everybody agrees that if they get fucked up and die off of it well that was a chance i was willing to take to get fucked up why do we always want to? Why do people want to get fucked up? I don't know, dude. It's so weird. It's great to alter your. Just want to alter your conscience because the reality sucks, dick, dude. That's why we fucking want to get fucked up. It's the best. I had beers for the first time the other night. <clears throat> beers, 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 beers. I had beers that um, <clears throat> our company took us to a power game, and um, they gave us free beers. <laughs> Yingling was what they were serving. Yes, I don't particularly like Yingling. But I had six of them, and I felt pretty good. And I, had I, just, was, I liked the English one. I, used I had just enough to where I didn't feel like absolute dog shit yesterday. Right. So that was nice. And I was able to come home, and I nursed a beer for like three hours while I sat on the couch and watched a disc golf like a dork. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, we got to – went to the power game, and uh, – whenever we left, they were winning like eight to one, but I got to see like a big tater. Somebody had a big three-run homer. I just, it's pretty cool to watch pro players and like, and you look at them, you're like, these guys aren't even good compared to the guys in the majors. Well, it's like tennis, but we, me and Aaron, you know. were, me and Aaron were sitting behind the, uh, the bullpen. I was like, every one of these guys looks like a super athlete, but compared to the guys in the majors, they're, oh, they're terrible. They're chumps. Yeah. And, the, and a lot of them didn't look like they were prospects. They looked like they might've been on their way down or just riding out, you know, having yes. a good time. Not one of them spoke English. There was there was multiple different strains of Spanish going on in front of us. They're all from the Dominican Republic. We, I can tell I can tell a Cuban accent when I hear one, and I heard Cuban. It's very accents. fast. It's yeah. very fast. I heard Dominican Cuban. Republic is fast as well. Yeah, and they, Puerto Ricans and they is, they why their J's. Mm-hmm. Puerto Rican is. Uh, I, I heard Puerto Rican too, and I could tell Puerto, the Puerto Rican, Rican Cuban. They're all very. He had a gold chain when I could tell he was Puerto Rican. <laughs> And I'm not joking. About Could have been that. Persian. <laughs> and, uh, he was definitely Puerto Rican because he was black. <laughs> <laughs> there are no black Persians. No. They are racist as shit. You damn right they are. <laughs> God bless them for it. Can you imagine? For all you uneducated people, Persians are, Ara- are uh, Iranians. Yeah. Thanks for telling me that because I, I was just fi- yeah, you I, knew, I just figured you knew Middle that. East, I don't know. You knew that. Somewhere in the Middle East. Iranians. We, we, we've. Made it a fucking religion in this country to fuck with them, haven't we? Just waiting for them to throw the first punch so we can bomb them. And you know, they're not Arabic. No. I I did not know that. Like, I knew that they're a distinct ethnic group. So, there's so many. I I love that about human beings, how we're all have so many different kinds of people. Jesus Christ, within within 100 miles of here, there's three different types of Appalachians. Yeah, but we're the only real Appalachians. I mean, the West Virginians. Yes, we are. We are. Well, mm -mm, not Kentucky. They have actual cities. (laughs) You ever been to 
You ever been to Harlan, brother? That's that's Appalachia. That might as well be. Fu- no, Harlan is not fucking odd, West Virginia. Okay, <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> You're right about that. Jesus Christ, it's not Jody for fuck's sake. No, no and, uh, and Harlan has a city in it. You know, kinda. Well, it's it's, it's like a mate one. You ever been to Mate One? No, it used to be a city. <laughs> used to be a bustling little man. Or uh, Logan, Red Jacket, Red Jacket, yeah, uh, Big Ugly. Man, we got some names. But uh, Logan looks like it used to be a nice little booming mini metropolis. Mm-hmm. You go there now, dude. It's Thurman used to be like a. It still Vegas. looks nice, though. It still looks nice. Sure. And they had their uh, opiate addicts. They put them somewhere. It's like Hinton. You ever driven to Hinton? Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah, it's great. It's a beautiful little town. Um. Appalachia, we're on the way up. We really are. We got a state park. Um, things yeah. things are going to turn around. We for got us. a national park. That's what I, I meant. We I have a national county, park. Yeah. All county is basically a national park now. That's awesome. And you can see the fucking difference. You can the fucking <laughs> Golly Bridge fucking campground is packed. Like it's fucking always packed every and, week. And I went over to the family to R one time to get myself just like some. They're out of everything because they just weren't prepared for this. Like. I was like, where's all the food? They said, campers. That's awesome. Yeah. I was like, yeah, that's awesome. Good for you. But I want my cream of wheat. Now, when you're working. <laughs> God, I got to get, get off the cream of wheat. Mental days. patients diet. Just sit in the corner, and eat your cream of wheat, and watch Mr. Roger. <laughs> no. I watch blocks of Saturday morning cartoons. Thank you, Mary. Oh, from the 80s. Do you find like a, a block with the commercials and everything yes. on YouTube? Oh, dude, that's It's rad. the best. It is the best. Happy it, slash depression. Wouldn't it be even better if you found a block from our area with our local commercials? I know. See, we've talked about this. Somebody really needs to make up a channel just called Blocks, where you can just pick your era and pick your part of the world, you know, and get it general. But at least, you have to yeah. luck out on having somebody from each part, right? Having VHS that entire. M- well, and then they could clean up the VHS tapes. They can they can fix the degradation, all that stuff, and then they can put it digital. And then we have. You know, I wonder if there's any Mr. Cartoon on on YouTube. I'm sure I was is. on Mr. Cartoon one time. I did the wave and everything. I don't think I ever. My brother was Ben was on Mr. Cartoon one time. Wow, what a lucky duck. Um, Boomer Christian Academy took us to to Mr. Cartoon. I got to meet Beeper. He molested me. <laughs> I mean, we had a big child molestation. Uh, my uh, beginning. My cousin. Uh, well, my aunt Betsy, her husband. I'm pretty sure was Beeper for a while. That's pretty dope. Yeah, Steve Grizzib was his name. I'm pretty sure he was Beeper for a little while. It's pretty neat. I'm not sure what Beeper was all about. Really, he just kind of beeped every now. Hey, and then. Well, he's just this. Fairly generic Yeah You know He's sort of Grover It's an ape slash dog I don't know what the fuck The thing is he Sort of looks just, like You know Whoever's designing it They just came to him And he's like Hard bit And he's smoking A fucking cigar He's like We need something For this show For like, these fucking Piece of shit kids So it's like Well make it a gorilla Well it's a dog I don't give a fuck What it is Just I always you know. thought Mr. Cartoon Who was also the weatherman Jewel Huffman <clears throat> Looked like my grandma <laughs> <laughs> He was decidedly feminine for a yeah. short, paunchy white man. Also, I thought uh, the guitarist from Hee Haw, Roy Clark, also looked like my grandma a little bit. They had the same hair. Roy Clark? Yeah. Mm. Great picker, dude. dude. That dude could fucking He's fucking shred. amazing. Hee Haw had, on, on Hee Haw's musical oh, uh, yeah. segment, no chumps on stage. No, absolutely. Bluegrass, not. there are no chump bluegrass players. 
Well, there are chump bluegrass players. I'm saying, but, but you've chump, never heard of one. But what I'm saying, yeah, but I'm <laughs> saying the chump bluegrass players are better than good players of other kinds of music. Well, yeah, it's like jazz players. players. Yeah, jazz players can't be chumps and be on stage. I you could just, probably be the rhythm player in a bluegrass band, but I couldn't do them. I'd have to practice a lot, and I'm just not into that. I play disc golf now. I don't. I don't play music anymore. <laughs> I do strongman and Ben shit. <laughs> yeah, I'm tired of tired of uh, writing the best songs in the world and nobody wanting to listen to them. So yeah. suck my dick. Suck my dick music. Uh, speaking <laughs> of, I am playing a, a songwriter showcase on the 27th in Bell, West Virginia, if anybody wants to come to that. We're at the uh, thing. At the thing. Last time there were two people in the audience, three people on stage. That's fun. That's a fun time. It's so stupid. I'm going to do this. Let's see if I can get people to actually show up to this in this week, this time. What time is it? I think it'll start around 8 o'clock, August 27th. It's, uh, it's a day of the week. I'm guessing it's either a Friday or Saturday, hopefully Friday. Hmm. Um, me and some other person will be playing, maybe one other person after that. Splendid time is guaranteed for all. I'm going to play. I'm actually going to go up and only play Tom Petty covers. I'm not going to play my own songs. Bullshit. No, I'll play You're not going to do that. I'd like to find something with this. Like when I get good enough, like some showcase where you can just make a YouTube channel, circus sideshow shit where you bend shit. You could actually do that at the uh, the anything goes thing that they do there. You could actually go up. I've trained for a couple of years for I'm good at it. Bend stuff. Well, none of the comedians are any good when they go up, and <laughs> most of the musicians aren't very good when they go. Up. Well, I know, but I want to be able to do things that are beyond the ken of their regular people. There are people that literally get up there and sing karaoke. They have nights for that at the bar, but we'll go to a, a talent showcase and sing karaoke. Well, I need to build an act. I can't just bend nails. I need to. You need little quips in between. Well, I'm good at like that. Like when you bend it, I really nailed that one, didn't I? <laughs> My wife, she used to hit me with a frying pan. So I bent it. So I just bent it all to shit. Now it's even harder, and it's uh, it's more focused. So when it hits me. <laughs> it's sharper. She can stab me with a frying yeah, pan. She, this bitch stabbed me with a frying pan. Um, then it just gets real serious and dark. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be able to take a nail and drive it with my hand. That would be awesome. That'd be pretty neat. I'm pretty sure I can do all these things. Like, I should have done this earlier when I was a little bit younger because I've always just torn shit with my hands and broken shit because I've always been really oh, strong got, that way. I got one. I got one. You can, um, like, try out with a cast iron frying pan first. Oh, no, you can't. No, just, nobody can be. Oh, okay. Hear me out. Yeah, yeah, okay. Try it with that first and be like, fuck, throw it down. Then try it with like a uh, regular frying right, pan, like and a Teflon, work. yeah. And then you get like a uh, aluminum, aluminum little uh, baking thing that's for one use only, and just crumple it up. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> that's fucking, that's really good, actually. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Pretend like you have trouble with it. You have to do this in stages, folks. <laughs> now you start. I'm I'm gonna start with this, and you do aluminum foil. <laughs> Toss it over your shoulder. Nothing. It's chafing pan. <laughs> then you do the front Then you do the Teflon pan And then the cast iron pan you, Ah fuck it you throw, <laughs> throw it down And hit it with a sledgehammer Right And then it shatters All over the place Because that's what'll happen Oh yeah Well no, actually no happen. You'd have to be So fucking strong To be able to break A cast iron frying pan With a sledgehammer I don't You'd know. have to be Really fucking strong We have cast iron pipe At work And if you drop it On the cement It'll shatter It's a different Yeah it's, I'm sure It's, it's a different, different grade It's really thin Yeah A, a frying pan is thick And God, a good frying pan. Isn't that the best thing ever? A good fucking cast iron I've got pan. a few that I keep, you know, seasoned that I never wash them and all that shit. They're, um... It's good stuff. It's good for steaks, good for pork, good for chicken. I want to make some cornbread in it. 
Oh yeah, yeah, that's the way. It's not cornbread unless it's it's not a corn it's not cornbread unless it's in a five hundred pound cast iron skillet. It is not cornbread. Five hundred. It's cornbread esque. It's, it's adjacent. Cake. It's fucking cake. But it's not cornbread right. unless it's got that fucking unless there's bacon grease from nineteen sixty three in the crust of that cornbread and lard and lard. You have to have lard. You goddamn right. You got to have lard. We're looking at pornography over there. I like what I'm seeing. No, it was actually a, a bodybuilder girl. Hell yeah, dude. She's one of those who was able to retain her femininity while still being like ultra jacked. Oh, yeah. Sort of looks like Gina Carano. Yeah. Like there's a good, real good picture. I'm a big Gina Carano fan. She looks like Kim Kardashian if she was on jacked up on roids. If she actually exercised. Well, that a lot. That she's British. Those British bodybuilder girls seem to be able to toe the line with femininity, and but that's just ridiculous. Yeah, that's a lot, right? That's there. so much. I mean, those shoulders are as big as mine. Only they're not covered by fat. Mm. I like things that are covered by fat. Titties are mostly fat, and I'm a big fan of those. Yeah, they're the best. Yeah, best thing ever. Child molestation camp. Sometimes I come up with really bad things off the top of my head, and that was not one of them. That was very funny. And I look forward to uh, the reaction of them hearing it. You know? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not exactly sure what exactly they're doing, so we're going with child molestation camp. Um, Last time, wasn't it? uh, (laughs) Like... Farmer dating book page or I mean something like <laughs> farmers only dating site. Yeah. I forget what it was last time. Hmm. Interracial uh an interracial gangbang cruise or something like and let's, that. Let's let's straighten this out, okay? okay. I'm not I'm not trying to sound like a super lefty here. But the more you dig into things, the more it is ridiculous to separate human beings as races. Yeah. It's not real. I know. I mean, it's just we're all exactly the same. It's just well, where where your ancestors grew up. Let me qualify that. White people, mm-hmm. especially uh, British Isles and Germanics to a lesser degree, have a large, comparatively large Neanderthal, uh, Neanderthal which is a different species altogether. Which is quote unquote a more primitive species. So I think it's hilarious that all these white supremacists try to. See themselves as superior when they have literally blood of an inferior of a of a less superior human race in their system. It's hilarious. I'd love to. I mean, if it wasn't for giving my DNA to something and I don't know what they're going to do with it, I would like to know how much of that I have in me. Two to four percent would be the. I would say somewhere the, around there. If you have four, you have a lot. Like, and four is usually reserved for. Um, if I'm if I'm correct about this, Brits, Scots, Irish, you know, you're Celtics who are separated by an ocean. So, you know, or a strip of land, you know. Imagine if the Neanderthals won out, how much different the world would be. Yeah. Were there uh, wars between Neanderthals and regular humans? Oh, sure, and interbreeding. So, and interbreeding? Yeah, well, I mean, that's that's how we got here. That's how white people... But I'm wondering if there were wars, like... Oh, sure, there's probably wars of extermination, you know. It's, it's, an, it's, a very, it's, like, it's like lions and hyenas. They kill each other not to eat each other because they... Unless they're starving, they won't eat each other. They kill each other because they're a direct competitor for their prey. Human beings are, especially in the Ice Age, we're definitely going to do that, even though there were so many giant things to eat, you know. Just a natural... 
And hyenas are teams, right? They they hunt as teams. So they're lions. Lions, lions, lions are pride. They the females hunt as a as a group. Oh, as, I thought as a unit. I thought they'd go out solo and then <laughs> meet up later. No, okay, they, they the, the females work. The males are too big to hunt unless they're on their own, and then they unless they've been. Their out. job is actually to kill other lions and to kill hyenas. That's essentially their job. That's pretty rad. I love this one clip. Um, it's on a. It's a National Geographic clip, and uh, I love the Swahili names for lions. are so musical sounding, but also very menacing. Uh, and Twyla DeMelo, I think, is the name of this lion. He, great. he who comes with fire is his name, and he's just giant fucking male. And these hyenas are harassing this lioness, and there's a lot of them. So these other lionesses show up, and they're not doing great. But then Entwai DeMelo hears him fucking fighting, and he comes from out of nowhere, and it is a Road Warriors squash fucking match. <laughs> just killing those motherfuckers left and right, and them trying to get away, and he's just... I, one of my favorite clips is he's running behind him. He's not terribly fast, you know, but then the, the lion is a little bit faster, clips the one's leg, and this is... Yeah, this is the clip. As they mature... No, that's not the clip. But it is a clip. Yeah. The boundaries of There's the like multiple... Territory. 10 minute clips of lion versus hyena. Oh, sure. They, it happens every day. So it's beautiful, Red. dude. Yeah. And the crazy thing about it is, is that a tiger is much larger than that. Word. Yes. A, a Siberian tiger is twice as big as an African lion. Jesus. What a fucking crazy animal hyenas are. Hyenas the, are like the females have like fake dicks. Yeah. They're, they're like a related to bears. There's a, a they're the last of what were called the bone crushing dogs, which weren't really dogs. So there used to be hyenas, big hyenas in, in North America. They died out after the Ice Age. And he can't outrun them, can he? Oh, no, but they'd be fools to really try to take him on. Because at least one of them is going to die. They don't like fucking with males. Males are just too big and strong. He's trapped. He's so pretty. 20 of them. Just these fucking cunts I know. <laughs> Just circling and laughing It reminds me of fucking The Dark Knight Returns Where those two Mutant gang members Try to attack Batman He's like Come on And they're like Yeesh <laughs> So what they'll try to do Is get around his flanks The pack Tries to wear him down This number of hyenas Could kill him See what I'm saying? They started attacking his back legs. I wonder if he has any friends to come along. He might be a rogue male on his own. He hasn't gotten a pride yet. He looks That's old. Not like old, old. No, I think he's like young. A- I think he's young. He's, he probably hasn't found his own pride yet. That's such a great name for a group of lions. It is. It really is. It's a pack of hyenas, right? A murder of crows. That's a great name. Yeah. <laughs> a mob of kangaroos. Jesus, I feel bad for this guy. Kill one of them, man. At least kill a couple of them before you go down. Oh, they got him. <laughs> He's going to let him know. He's going to let him know. He can't keep them at bay for much longer. He's tiring fast. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ, dude. His ally oh, t- here we go. That's another. That's a young. One. You can tell that's a young. Yeah. You can tell that's a young one too. By the how short his mane is. The fucking glass is getting ready to break. When you hear the glass, it's your ass. 
No, he's not had enough. Look at it. It's like he's running. It's, no. It really is like Stone Cold coming help to save somebody. All right, look this one up real quick. Uh, just type in "He Who Greets with Fire," because I I can't do I I can't plug in. I didn't bring the a pair of male and and just watch the beginning of that clip when he starts coming in and fucking wrecking. Oh, they shot. come in and snuggle with each other. What's up, bro? I think they are brothers. Brothers, you brothers when brothers when they're kicked out of the pride because that's what happens. The reigning male will kick out his own sons. If they're not his sons, when he comes in, he'll kill them. Um, he who greets with fire. Yeah, dropping a lot. It's kind of a long clip though, so you might have to. That one's three minutes, and it seemed like very short. I love nature stuff. <laughs> Got themselves a little zeb there. Intuidemela is back from his patrol. And that's his name, Intuai Demela. What a great name. God damn, that motherfucker came on. He catches the matriarch. Kills her. God damn, violent. I like how they still felt like like house cats. Yeah. (laughs) She's dead. Oh shit, they let her go. It is a moment of supreme opportunity for the matriarch seems to succeed in the psychological warfare. This is the clip I think they start harassing these females. It's a bad idea. It is. Hyenas aren't known for their they're known for their cunning, but they're not they're kind of cowardice. They're kind of cowards, but they're also extremely like they're they're their jaws can can break out just to do battle once again. With their eternal enemies. Damn, she's moving. Frenzied calls filter across. Here we go. To the keen ears of Intwai Dumela, he who greets with fire. That's a big fucking line. <laughs> I like how there's just a little jackal sitting there yeah. hanging out. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> I don't want no trouble, man. <laughs> I'm just. Tr- I'm here to pick up the scraps. He said, "I don't have a I rooting interest." Like a Pixar movie. Hey, Jackal. Hey, man. He's like- <laughs> <laughs> See, this female helps him out because he's not quite fast enough. Trips her up, and then it's fucking over. Shoestring tackle. Can you imagine? If we had to deal with this, <laughs> there, humans used to have. They still do some places have to deal with this. Well, you know that they're after the ice age, after the megalines died off, um, that there were lions in North America, genetic, almost genetically identical to African lions, and human beings killed them because that's again direct competitor. The Afri- the American. Uh, prairie is almost exactly like the African savannah, just cold, a little colder. Not a little bit, a lot, actually. Sometimes. Oh, he got him. Boom. Hmm. A swift bite to the neck, and the new matriarch is dead. He's got his back. The crazy thing about it is, okay, lions have to, they're, so, they're muscular, and they have to commit. It, t- it takes so much it takes so much energy to move that body that they have to they can't commit to a chase that it has to be over within a certain like i think it's 100 yards 
or something like that. Um, a tiger can run like that a for long time. They're they're they, they, for some reason they have a lot more stamina. Tigers are units. They're absolute fucking units. They are. They say that um, that's one of the reasons why humans survive because we can chase things for a long our endurance. Time. Our, our that's one of the reasons that humans domesticated the wolf and and would go so well with wolves is because we both hunt in exactly the same manner. You know, we we run something down. We we keep it running until basically it can't run anymore, and then we kill it. And we and you use, you know, the most successful. I think hunters in the world are cape hunting dogs. They succeed like a ridiculous percentage when they go out. Even humans, like now. Humans all, are successful nearly every time they go into the forest. Not every time. Well, especially if we were, if we were in a circumstance where you had to do it. Yeah. Not because you were doing it because you wanted to go into the woods and sleep on a Saturday or something. You know what I mean? Or if you're just trying to hunt for. You know, if you're going after squirrels, you can, you can, oh, yeah, you can come with a sack rabbits. full every time. Exactly. I can go in my backyard and get me a rabbit right now. There's rabbits everywhere. I, I don't know it. what the fuck's going on. I think it's great. Um, but like there's these hunters, um, they go miles and miles and miles into the woods on foot for elk mm-hmm. or um, axis deer, shit, shit like that. Sometimes you don't get like probably half the time you don't get one, even with. A rifle with a scope that you right. can shoot shoot uh, up to a mile or whatever. Right. And then you got to think there's some people that don't find that eth- ethical. So they go in with a bow and an arrow. And th- that's how they do it. Right. Those, those guys, I mean, you, you got to love it. That would be me if I hunted. I, I, yeah. I know me. And I'd be like, I'm like Joe Rogan. Anything I get into... Yeah, it's to the hilt. You know, he doesn't so. rifle hunt anymore. He's he's all bow and arrow now. He's sooner or later he's going to get down to a fucking Rambo knife. Oh, that'd be just great. Jump on the fucking thing and stab it in the fucking carotid and finish it off. That'd be awesome. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, that's one spear. Thing I, uh, spear hunting. I mean, I, I'm sure. I'm we surprised. I'm surprised there's not more commercial spear hunting. You know, where they sell they, you spears to hunt with. They're doing a uh, fisherman spear fishing now a lot. Native Americans a lot of. Uh, there's a Wisconsin tribe who I wonder if they have Wisconsin accents. I'd love to see that coming out of a native American. Oh, I, I don't, oh, we're here on the reservation. I don't you know. think so. I've heard them talk <laughs> and it's very native Americans have a very particular way of speaking. You know, it's, it, it's almost, you know, you, you know, when a native American is talking, they've got a, if you listen to the song, come and get your love at the beginning when mm-hmm. the guy's singing that, you can tell he's a native American. No, no, no. Hey, I mean, it's just very, hey. <laughs> What's the matter with you? That's so fucking. That's such a stereotype that they're they are they can be monotone though. I mean, oh it's, yeah, a it's, lot of them are. It's because their language is has different rhythms, and they their brains have developed. You know, your brain develops differently with different languages. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that doesn't make one language either better or worse. It's just the way it is. You know, you just form those neural pathways. That's why I think that everybody. If you would learn as many languages, we are able, we are capable of learning literally dozens of languages fluently. We're, we're capable of doing that. I think that would activate so much more of the brain that you, it would raise your IQ. You ever seen John Cena speaking Mandarin? He can speak Mandarin. Mm-hmm. Fuck him. That guy can do anything. <laughs> I used to be able to. I've retained a bit of Spanish. Like I can, if I'm listening to a Spanish conversation, I can get the gist of what they're saying. Not all, not always, but you know, I'd say 40% of the time. All right. John Cena recently had to apologize 
to China for saying that Taiwan was a country. And this is him doing his apology. He's fucking awesome, dude. I love John Cena. But this is him apologizing for saying that Taiwan is a country. And he had to. I know. Because his movie is, was releasing over there. I like the words no, there's no word for information. Yeah, Johnny. Oh, yeah. Isn't that, isn't that weird? Yeah. You know what's really weird, though? He looks like the OK USA guy from Bloodsport. Yeah, he looks like... Um, he looks like he might have some Asian in his Ernest in his P. Worrell, if he got jacked. <laughs> God. <laughs> but isn't that weird? You're not allowed to say that China's a country or your movie will bomb. Well, or I mean, that, uh, overseas, overseas markets are just yeah. so important. Yeah, that's why everything gets uh, edited to not offend the Chinese Communist Party. Like, um, Dr. Fox Strange. News talks shit about them all the time. Who? Fox News talks shit about them all the time. Well, that's different. I'm talking about their, uh, our entertainment that right, we send okay. out. Like, in Dr. Strange, uh, the one lady. What's her name? The white lady. The ancient one? Yeah. That's T- supposed to be a Tibetan person. Right. But since it, you got to do big numbers in China, you can't put a Tibetan person in there. So that's the reason they cast Tilda yeah. Swinton? Yeah. Why didn't they just cast a Chinese person? I don't know. Because people would have been like, that's uh, appropriation. A, a, a Chinese person is not a Tibetan person, yeah. which is true. But, you know, I yeah, guess so that was they, the path of least being piss, pe- pissing people off. Yeah, we never have, uh, in our movies, you never see, like, especially the big blockbuster movies, you never see China being the bad guy or anything like that. Not anymore. The, no. only, the only person that didn't cave was uh, Tarantino with the Bruce Lee thing. He did not He did not change his movie for them. Well, but and he was told to. That's just because he's a he's one person. Yeah, I mean, so he didn't do well over there, and he didn't give a shit because he I made mean, the best movie of the last 10 years, probably. Yeah. I, I'm, dude, it is Cliff one of Booth. my favorite movies, dude. It's I so fun. It's, it is good. I can't wait for them to do the big uh, three-and-a-half-hour version on Netflix. Like they, you know how they did uh, the Hateful Eight. They're going to do that with it up with Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I think so. Jesus, are they going to shoot more stuff with it? It's did, already. There, he said I, there's existing footage. Uh, well, Rogan asked him if he had if there's a ten hour cut of it because he heard you know shit gets spread yeah. around. He says no, there's not a ten hour cut. But if I could put out the movie that I really really wanted to, it'd be about three and a half. Yeah, I'd be like, yeah, I want, I want to see that movie. Who doesn't? I want to see the shit. My mom, my mom loves. My mom loved it too. Hollywood. My daughter loves Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. My mom loved it because it it reminded her when she was a kid. Was it nineteen sixty nine? I think there was sixty nine. So she'd have been getting ready to have her first kid. So she'd been twenty years old, and uh, um, she loved every second of that movie. Mm. She even, um. I had to fill her in on who was who as far as the Manson family goes. Like, okay, this is, I know you remember the whole Manson thing. Right. These people are the Manson people, and you get to see the alternate version, which was great. All right. <laughs> Dakota Fanning as Squeaky Frome was, yeah, she's very, awesome. very squeaky. <laughs> Extremely squeaky. 
Is it squeaky or squeaky? Squeaky. Squeaky from. I think okay. so. Are you going to write down squeaky or squeaky? Ex- extremely. <laughs> I thought about naming the episode Child Molestation Camp, but I didn't. Yeah. yeah. Um, I was getting ready to say I wish I'd have uh, wanted to hunt when I was a kid so I could do that right now. But for some reason, for some reason, hunting did not take with me. Um, Me either. And it's not because I... Well, it is kind of because I didn't want to kill something. I mean, I, when I was younger anyway. Now I don't have such compunction. I could kill something without worrying about it. It's, it's perfectly natural. It's, you know. Yeah, it wasn't that. I was, I was a, uh, like my dad and brothers and extended family, they'd all go hunt and stuff. I just wasn't into it. It's I cold. I don't want to go hunting. I don't want to go yeah, I wanted to play video games and. Even whenever it was cold out, I'd be outside playing baseball in the front yard. Dad built me a backstop, so I'd throw balls against it. That's how I practiced all the time. I just never got into hunting. I just never, for some reason, it just didn't take with me. I don't know why. It's like me. I found I found weights pretty early. Like, and I, I didn't know how. I would just go in the basement and do stuff. You know, I did curl. That's one one of the reasons my arms are so stupid strong is I used to do curls every day. So I had some for a kid. I had serious weight stacked on there, you know, yeah. and you know it's just carried over. And I, but I know what you mean. Yeah, you'd pick your thing, and you don't want to do something else. So I wish I'd have got into it though. Me too, but I didn't. Getting into as many things as possible is, you know, yeah. I think an important thing in life. I think it's it's fun to be okay at numerous things. Like I've got all these different things that I'm just okay at, and I'm okay with being okay at them. You know, right? I don't need to be great at anything. Although I'm pretty great at this. I'm pretty good singer songwriter. I think you are. You definitely are. Very great lover. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> um, that's one of the things I wanted to talk about on uh, favorite things. You know, I'm favorite a, things are about uh, at minutes. least was a really good writer. So Let's go into favorite things. Then you fucking loser. All right, Love just it. hang on. Oh Jesus. I'm not Shady Rays will not stop with the advertisements to me. It emails every day. What is Shady Rays? They're uh, polarized sunglasses. You can get like good sunglasses for like 50 bucks. And if you, uh, I'm giving them an advertisement right now. If you lose them or break them, they'll send you another pair for just the cost of shipping. Well, that's awesome. And you can do that up to twice for each pair that you order. So, I mean, it's a good company. I've bought three pairs of sunglasses from them. I'm just not ready for another pair yet. You know? Yeah. All right. Favorite things. Okay, um, well, strongman stuff is uh, top yeah, of the list. You've uh, been bending nails. Yeah. Um, grippers, different grippers. Uh, I'm going to work my way up all the way to the one that only like four men in the world can, can close. Um, I'll probably never close it. That's okay. Um, I, I'm happy with my 
you know, mediocrity now. I mean, it, it's okay. You know, I'm just going to be as good at, at things as I can be. I'm not in competition with anybody else except myself. So, I mean, being better than you were the day before. All right. Amen. Um, so there's that. Um, oh, Val Kilmer documentary. It's rough. It was rough. I mean, it was, it was excellent and just made me appreciate more, but also a small, not so small measure of pity. Um, seeing somebody like that who was, just seemingly eternally youthful, and now he's an old man who has, who has a stoma, and oh, he's got like a. You didn't know that? No, he has to press his press his stoma to talk. Hmm. He keeps it wrapped up in a scarf, and but he goes to tombstone uh, things with the tombstone fans and does and loves it, you know, and you know, and he doesn't see anything. he's you know, it's it's like he's a hack actor who's doing something to make a buck. I don't think he really needs the money necessarily. He's not wealthy. I mean, he's wealthy comparatively. But he's not, he ain't got $100 million. No, no. They said they were going to put him in the new Top Gun. I don't know how they're going to do that. Hmm. Unless he's going to be Iceman with that thing and then something happened. You know, that would be awesome. You know, if they, you know, they show the fragility of this guy who was, you know, I, I don't know. He's I, I, I'm a huge Val Kilmer fan. Um, Seems I, like a sweet guy. He really is, and he loves his kids. And um, he's he's he was very hippie-ish and his again family with a lot of tragedy. His uh, his older brother, who was like the you know, he was the older brother, the oldest brother. He died. Of, he uh, had an epileptic seizure and, and drowned in the pool. Hmm. No, in the hot tub. And um, so they, all, his whole family had to deal with that. Um, his dad was very, after that, was very cold and distant. Uh, I think because it hurt so bad, he just didn't know how to process it. Um, his mom was his world, and then she died during the documentary. And it was, you know, his kids are, his son narrates it and sounds exactly like him. Really? Oh, man. I thought it was him talking. And I was like, how did they do this? You know, how did they... And then I was just like, and then his and his son, him and his son are like, hang out together and do stuff like they dressed up like Batman and Robin and they're doing that. I mean, it was just, you know, he talked about Batman, how he he's like, he hated the movie because it was just he just essentially stood there, you know, and, and the you can't move, you can't hear in the suit, all that shit. So that sucks. Yeah. And you get to be Batman. And but oddly enough, and this is a terrible thing to say. I can't see Val Kilmer being a good Batman. He doesn't have that hard energy to him. You need a hard energy to be to be Batman. You need to be believable as a lunatic who's keeping it together, you know, and your your real personality is actually just a front for your actual personality, which Batman is who Bruce Wayne is not Bruce Wayne. Bruce Wayne is Batman. Bruce Wayne is a, is a smokescreen. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh it's like the explanation, which was a good explanation, of uh, Superman in Kill Bill, you know, fits Batman, but in a very different way. When he said he's Superman, he's not Clark Kent. Clark Kent is his is his costume. His suit that he wears is his suit that he had, what he had would have had on Krypton. So he's Kal El. That's who he is. Superman is actually who he is. Batman 
is Batman. He's not Clark Kent. I mean, he's not Bruce Wayne. Mm -hmm. I mean, so that's a very, you know, complicated, very complicated character. Um, What else? Um, Oh, my writing. Uh, I got back on my old Facebook uh, profile and read my writing and I at least was a really good writer. Like, um, the stuff I read and it was rough. It was not, it was, it, it was not edited. I didn't edit any of it. It was, it was a flow of consciousness and it was as good as any good fantasy writer that I've read. Not as good as the great ones because they have a different, you know, I'm not as polished and don't have an editor and people to work with and stuff like that. But, um, the piece I sent you, I think was one of the best, the best of the 15 passages I, I read. Uh, I mean, I wrote, um, I think it's the one where the character, his wife is dying and, you know, he's drinks and, you know, it's just, mm-hmm. it, it was, um, I was only five years sober when I wrote that. And it was alcoholism, alcoholism was still pretty fresh then, you know, even five, you know, shit, 10 years. I, I can't believe I did it. But, um, you know, then it was, writing from experience like that's how i felt about myself when you walk past a mirror and you look into it and you hate what you see like you don't even recognize who you are because you're just your health is shattered you're you know i lived in carolina beach i should have died um i was drinking on top of clonopins and yeah um and taking melatonin with it so and I had sleep apnea so bad that I would wake up and not be able to swallow. Your uvula would be swollen. I yes. remember that. Um, I still have sleep apnea slightly, but it hardly ever bothers me. Um, and the fact that I made it out of that is a miracle. I mean, I got that staph infection in my foot that should have killed me. I had, you know, my, my immune system had, t- had bailed on me because I just was eating shit and drinking and smoking and, you know, not giving a fuck about it and sleeping all day and sleeping all night. You know, I would, I would sleep for three days. I would not leave my room except to maybe get something to eat. And usually not even for that. I was barely eating. Hmm. So. And when you did eat, it was probably garbage. It was garbage. It was absolute garbage. It was something I would go and get from fucking Hardee's or, you know, more often McDonald's. I ate a lot of McDonald's at that point. And, and the weird thing about it was that at, usually at some point I was still working out. Hmm. I was breaking my body down and not. And it could not build itself back up. I pissed Brown at one point mm. because I was so dehydrated and just breaking my body down so much. Um, it wasn't red. It wasn't blood. It was Brown. So um, I drew from that to create that part of that character. And um, my dialogue is great. Like, I mean, I'm not an arrogant or even somewhat confident person usually, but I was reading that. I was like, this is fucking excellent. This is really, really good. And it made me maybe want to write again. I don't know. I, I don't know if I'm going to go down that path anymore. I mean, I, I I wish I had done something more with it. I still have time, even though I, as we've talked about this week, for some reason, I, you know, I've convinced myself I have a year to live, you know? <laughs> um, but um, what else? Uh, I can't wait to watch that documentary about that uh, kid in AIM, the American Indian Movement, called uh, On a Knife Edge. It looks good, but it's going to be a soul crusher. Um, You know, people in this country, 
I, I've dealt with people in Ohio, I think, are the worst. They are. <laughs> they're getting the argument here. They're the worst white people. I mean, they're exceptions. The family I worked with, I loved. You know, they were great people. They were very Ohio-esque. You know, they were, uh, you know, reserved with their emotions. They were, you know, uh, could be even cold and, and sometimes, but they were at heart really good people, and I knew it. You know, um, I really enjoyed working there. But so many other people I met were just awful human beings. And one of the things that they shared in general, because I was when we would discuss different ethnicities and stuff like that, just a contempt for everybody else, you know, that, this, this, that hard, hard core of Americans are white and everybody else lives on that by our suffrage, you know what I mean? Or by our sufferance is at core what we're dealing with. And Ohio people are the, the easiest representation I can find of that, you know, the, the most clear, that when I would discuss Native Americans and they were just contemptuous of them and said they basically, you know, that they were savages and they got what they deserved in a sense. And, you know, it's just they had to be swept aside for progress and all that shit. People still believe that shit. And in that documentary, in documentaries like it, you get to see that shown right in your eyes and it's not fun. Like you, it'll make you, I, I saw one where it was in Wisconsin and, you know, there were uh, the they had a thing where there were spear Native American spear fishing, and the white commercial fishermen tried to claim that they were going to decimate the fish populations because these savages, basically what they were calling them, were so good at it that they were going to hurt their harvest. They're just greedy fucking bullshit white people, you know. And some women went into a bathroom in a bar, and a bunch of men beat them up. The white men beat them up. You know why? Because they're not really people. They're savages. You know, they, they're not there. When you classify somebody as subhuman, you can do that. So I, I know it's supposed to be some favorite things, but I'm saying that, you know, this document, when I see documentaries like that, it's both good and bad. Um, to educate yourself on a subject and know actually what is going on is good, but then it's also bad because you're just like, you know, then you got to deal with people and you want to punch them for their stupidity, you know, and their, and their, callous indifference to anybody who's different you know the changing the cleveland indians thing you know fox news was relatively quiet about it you know but you had a couple of those cunts like uh ted cruz had to sound off on it and all kinds of stuff shut your fucking mouth you know it's just but anyway um i don't see why anybody cares except for maybe the fans of the team they got about new merch but guardians is a cool name it's a pretty cool name and, and I, the the graphic i see i saw for it is really cool looking you know but it's like the Washington Redskins fans. You know, they interviewed them on the Daily Show, and they're, you know, the ones who kill me are the self-identifying Native Americans. Well, I'm, you know, this, this, this. No, you're not. You're not. Somebody has told you that, Elizabeth Warren. Mm-hmm. Somebody's told you that. Everybody else I know who claims to be Native American, but who isn't. Buying turquoise jewelry and a bunch of shitty felt paint, you know, uh, felt paintings of you know a native american sitting on a horse in a storm doesn't make you native american you're probably especially around here you're largely ulster irish you know that group you know that we pretty much all are so you know i am native american you can tell but when you look at my dad and my brothers or my brother (laughs) are you really yeah Definitely. My brother's actually, yes. brown Thank skin you. with Thank black hair. Actually, think about it. Yes. I mean, that's... That they definitely... Would, there's yeah. some in there. I just sure. don't know how far the fuck back it goes. It's getting me. 
Wait. Well, my friend Brian, my friend Brian Morris, man, he looked like, I mean, when he especially would get in the sun, he looked like he stepped off a reservation. I, mean, I wish I'd have got the, uh, that part instead of got the freaking van meter. But the, uh, my dad never came close to losing his hair. Nathan not, not even coming close to losing his hair. Black, his hair's still black as shit. Yeah, I wonder why that. That's that's definitely a, a characteristic. They don't seem to get that that brand of testosterone where it makes your hair fall out. I just yeah, don't know what most Native Americans they don't. They're not bald. We brought them the uh, balding gene. We did. Uh, yeah, and it, but it usually which is the worst thing we did to them. <laughs> You really need to watch the documentary. <laughs> um, no, and then you have. Uh, I was engaged. That Carrie was, you know, my Max fiance was. She couldn't have been born Native American, but she, you know, I don't, you know, I don't want to discuss her too much. I mean, it's just she we're not together anymore or anything, or even speak. But I'm saying that, you know, you have those people that. Uh, really have it in them and um you know it's uh it's a very the situation with that is so what the it's so awful for them you know it's just to be considered you know that the the big legend and I, and I got into this with somebody i know who's who's a right-wing person that he kept repeating over and over and over so sad they're just all dead I was like, they're not. They're not. <laughs> How many times do I have to illustrate to you that they're not, that there's millions of Native Americans still left, and they still are a viable group of people, and they're trying to make a comeback, and they keep on, and white America keeps on stepping on their neck, you know, and, and making sure they you keep them down. You know, I'm not trying to white knight. I did that in the past. I didn't, I didn't realize what I was doing. You know, there is a line, but at the same time, you can still recognize bullshit and call it out. Um. On the plus side, though, a favorite thing is um, the Maori, uh, uh, you know, this 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 pan global of all these native peoples getting together and, you know, as you know, and labeling themselves as they are indigenous groups and helping each other out and, you know, sharing their culture with each other. Like you had a group of Maori come to Standing Rock and do Haka. You had, you know, come come to the Wounded Knee Memorial with that, which was a massacre and do a Haka there. You know, it's just and the the interchange between these groups of people. The Haka rules. It really does. And um I, I like the fact that the like the Native American elders came out and you know did their traditional greeting and they just shared culture. You know that's a beautiful thing. And I and I hate the fact that there is nothing worse in this world, to my mind. You know, well, <laughs> plenty of things worse. But I'm saying in this vein is a bland. You know, don't know what you are and don't care to know white person. That is so milk toast and homogenous. You know what I mean? It's just it's ridiculous you know i i i don't think there's anything wrong with realizing and and finding your tribal roots and trying to you know recapture some of that and be proud of it you know i think if we did more of that people could you know especially uh, the, this barrier we have with the, between each other indigenous peoples and us could really start to understand each other more this was who we were we used to paint ourselves blue and fight naked and repelled the Romans. You know what I mean? That that's who our ethnic group was, or at least mine more than yours. You know, you have mine's in there somewhere. Yeah, it is. I mean, but I'm saying that I'm pretty much exclusively that. So, uh, and I think that's a beautiful thing. Um, 
But, uh, you know, I, I just can't. Oh, and, and, and in that vein, too, the last, I know, taking a long time, the last favorite thing is uh, reservation dogs. It looks like it's going to be, gonna really be fun. fucking good, man. Uh, and, and, and again, Taika Waititi, uh, a Maori, you know, seeing, you know, wanting to, he's going to have poignant moments in it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's lots of poignant moments to be had. And he's so good, he's not going to beat you over the head. Well, no. And it's going to be, you know, with a deft touch. You know, he's going to be. Did, did you ever watch, um, God damn it, what was the name of his movie a couple of years Squid ago? Squid and the Whale? No. It was just a couple of years ago about the Nazis and. Oh, uh, Jojo Rabbit. Yeah. Did I didn't watch Jojo Rabbit. Oh, dude. I know I'd like it. But there's a message in it, but he doesn't fucking. It's not fucking heavy handed. It's. Well, I, I just, I can tell, like, one of the. I think one of the kids is seeing a. Uh, uh, Hitler. Hitler is his well, no, imaginary I'm, friend. All right, but in this, in the in in that, one of the kids is seeing a an ancient, yeah, yeah, a, yeah a Native yeah. American warrior from their from their time, you know. Yeah, and he's like, does the thing. He's like, starts coughing. <laughs> you know, it's just. I like the fact that he can bring a poignant moment and then make you laugh. You know, so he has he has that. One of my favorite things he does is he has that shot where something gets like he did in Ragnarok when it it has the the pull up hard on Hela and she's just like I'm this and this you know and I'm gonna conquer you and then and it, it pans to like the one guy's like I don't know who you are but you can do this and it pans back and it's like her in the distance didn't you hear a word I just said <laughs> you know, that for some reason to me is hilarious yeah and he knows how to do that so I'm really anxious to see how that's gonna go oh what if what if comes out oh I forgot about in just if. a few days mm-hmm. reservation dogs might be out now I think it might the first episode might be out now look it up because I do want to watch that show Reservation Dogs. Speaking of Taika Waititi, he's in. Um, he's in the Suicide Squad. That's awesome. I love him. It's got a hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Reservation Dogs does. Mm-hmm. Shit. All right, it comes out Monday. Okay, there'll be two episodes. They'll drop on Hulu on Tuesday. You want to watch the trailer so everybody can at least hear yes. what we're talking about. It's hilarious. The trailer's hilarious. I like that song for some reason. Yeah. No, no. Y'all wouldn't have seen a stolen food truck, would you? No. Oh. Someone stole the truck. Broad daylight. Put your seatbelt on. Seatbelt. People's safety. We're stealing a f***ing chip truck. Put your seatbelt on. Jeez. Apparently it was full of chips. I've never seen anything like that. (laughs) You're good thieves. That guy's a good comedian, too. Thank you. It is a small town. <laughs> Tell your friends. I don't have any. Go get some then. <laughs> okay. We could be in California as soon as two months. California, here we come. You and your buggy ass friend. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking platoon. <laughs> nah, I just f***ing with you. <laughs> What? You guys watching this? It's gonna be like a month. What kind of gang was both red and blue? Indian Mafia. Couldn't make up their minds if they wanted to be Bloods or Crips more. Maybe they're Blips. Or maybe they're Cruds. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> it's easy to be bad. Like West Studi. It's hard to be a warrior with dignity. Drop when the glock go pop pop pop. Bullets can't be stopped. That let him in shot when the glock go pop pop pop. You better believe we shutting down shop when the glock go pop pop pop. 
It's going to be great, man. Also, the opportunity these that they're giving to all these young to, yeah. native actors. That's right. fucking awesome. I, you know, the, the and, cast, it's not, and it's not um, Adam Beach. It's not a, what do you call a stereotypical? No, it's uh, it's it's not being done as like a service. It's being like these kids are good, right? We have this story that they fit in, right? So it's not, uh, you know what I mean. The like, main kid, he looks like a Maori, though. He might be. I mean, I don't know if they're gonna have a Maori kid playing a Native American. I don't think Taika Waititi would do that. Um, I don't know. He played Hitler. <laughs> well, you know, he what doesn't I mean. really care that. This much is about a different appropriation. This is a different thing. You know, what yeah, I mean? no. um, that would. It wouldn't incense the Native American community doesn't really get incensed, no, because they have so much shit piled on. Them. They're just like, guys, shit, you know, come on. <laughs> um, but like uh, the opportunity, those two uh, midget twins, yeah. like where else are they getting work? Right, you know. And uh, I don't know, you, you know, when you're dealing with Native American actors in Hollywood, there's so few of them. There's Taika Waititi. I mean. <laughs> There's Adam Beach, who's in everything. When they need an American, they call Adam Beach. And Adam Beach, don't get me wrong, man, is, is a good actor. He's a really good actor. And then you have Wes Studi, who's has been in you know everything. You know there there are so few Native American actors. So Adam Beach, okay, yeah, he's in Smoke Signals, which is a very good, very good. He's Canadian, movie. dude. If there's anybody who treats. Their indigenous people worse than the United States. It's fucking Canada. <laughs> Canada treats their their natives so fucking badly. He's in Wind Talkers, Squanto, A Warrior's Tale. Yeah, Barry Martin, Wounded Knee, of course. Flags of Our Fathers, Joe Dirt, Cowboys and Aliens. I don't, I don't know what tribe he is. I'm pretty sure he's a. I think he's a Plains Plains uh, native. Uh, Dog Creek First Nations Reserve is where he was from in Manitoba. Well, they're still uh, severely locking down Canada as far as COVID goes. Like, Jesus Christ, doing the same thing in um, Australia. Yeah. Like, there was like six cases. And if you go out of your house, they restrain you and put you back in your house. That is insane. What It doing. is kind of crazy. <laughs> I mean... Jesus Christ! I know, folks. man. It's 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 the whole thing is just such a mess, such an overreaction. Well, just there's keep, that. Keep the people that are vulnerable. Encourage. Don't force anybody to do anything, right? But encourage the people that are vulnerable to stay home. You know, now they're doing a vaccine passport in New York. And here's what the thing is: people don't want to talk about it because they want everybody to get vaccinated. But this vaccine passport is going to disproportionately affect black people mm. and immigrants. Right. 70% of black people are not vaccinated. And if anybody has any reason to be skeptical skeptical of something like that, yeah. it's motherfucking black people and immigrants. Yes, you think? Yeah. Because of the whole fucking syphilis thing. and Yeah, the fucking Tuskegee Airmen. God. Fucking if anybody story. has an excuse the to be skeptical. The way this fucking country conducts itself and has conducted itself. And they're going to do it. To, they're going to try to force everybody. It's not really forcing you. That's it, the, what it is. They create a caste system. Vaccinated and unvaccinated. Unvaccinated, you don't get to go to work. You can't go to the grocery store. You right. don't get to do this. You don't get to do that. If um, You'll have to order out or have people deliver things to you. That's what that's. 
that's essentially a caste system. I'm like Eric Cartman, though. Mm-hmm. If I could remote from work, I mean, of course, I can't remote from my from my work. But if I could possibly remote from work and have that fucking excuse, I would never leave the house again. <laughs> yeah, if, if you had all the things you wanted yes. at home, like you, if you could work out at home, yes. And if you're still allowed to go do things outside, like I would. I would do my work from home and then I would go play disc golf, go hike, go do whatever I wanted to. Right. It's just in, it's yeah, but I can't drive a forklift remotely. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you probably could, but one day they'll figure that out. I bet. Right. Well, they've got them in uh, Amazon warehouses. You ever seen them whipping around there? Yeah. God, that motherfucker is such a piece of shit. Jeff Bezos is such a piece of garbage. I don't know. He's not a piece of garbage. Let me, let me, let me, you know, Qualify that Um, None of those guys are Uh, There's layers Branson uh, Elon Musk And Jeff Bezos Between them Could solve all the world's problems Probably They have enough money to do that But yet they want to play with their toys Um, It's their right to do so I understand Yes I'm not saying that it isn't I'm, I'm not one of those people that You know But I am saying that if I had that money, I know what I would do with it, and it's not ro- it's not blasting rockets into space. You know, you say that. No, I'm no, I know myself. You know me. I mean, you might want to blast some rockets into space, though. If blasting rockets means space, it means masturbating. Then yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I don't even. I haven't never even been on a plane. So, <laughs> no, but I mean, beside the point, I'm saying that, yes, if I was fabulously wealthy, there are things that I would buy for myself. Of course. Yeah, I would go nuts. But I would give so much fucking money away, you know, and and just build things for people. You know, the, like I said, build Golly Bridge and Montgomery back, you know, you put in businesses. And I have so, and I if I had that kind of money, that's fuck you money. I don't care if they fail. Doesn't matter. You know, so. I know what I'd do. I would, um, of course, I always say I would pay off anybody that's close to me's debts. Sure. Um, I would turn West Virginia into the capital of disc golf in, uh, on the East Coast. I would buy up all this strip, these old strip mines, and from the ground up. Have, the have great a, disc golf courses. Yeah, all over the place. And put a store on them, too. Yeah, put a store on them. Make them free. Also, hiking trails. Hiking trails. Yeah. All that stuff. That's West Virginia's future. Yeah. Is outdoor stuff. So. Yeah. Um, just to have somebody come in and design, like, buy this giant property and put three different courses on it. One for beginners, intermediate, and advanced. That's awesome. Just have three different courses. Not because you do have some courses that'll have, like, two different T's for short and long. I would put three completely different courses. So it's uh, a completely different experience at each place. And, um, Make it free. Hire Aaron to do the groundskeeping because he likes weed eating and cutting grass. And but he'd stuff. have to have an army of people to do that. Yeah, I would have plenty. He would right. be. He would oversee. That'd be a desk job for him, though. Eventually, yeah, yeah. Just but I would this. do stuff like that. <laughs> um, bring in pros to teach kids how to how to play because not everybody can play football. Not everybody can play no. baseball. But everybody can get out there and just huck a disc, and it's super fun once you start doing it. I would um, I would bring in pros and have seminars, just overpay the shit out of these guys yeah. to come in and teach, and it'll be free for anybody if I had that kind of money. Sure. And, of course, like the charitable stuff, which I would consider teaching kids an activity other than whatever the fuck it is kids do now. <laughs> I consider that a bit of a charity. But, you know, 
fucking put like a nice rec center in like Montgomery. Yeah. Like they like they had the Y there, but it nobody went to it. I'd make it completely free. Yeah, I mean that's like Golly Bridge, I would uh revitalize their their main street. I would actually, you know, buy up all the buildings and put stuff in them. Hippie stuff. It'd be hippie stuff. Coffee houses, restaurants, you know. Um build boat docks there. Yeah, absolutely. Like why why isn't that river filled with boats? Now, don't get me wrong, there are going to be drawbacks to something like that. You know, you're going to lose that isolated thing that you have. But the option is the other option is, well, the few of us can appreciate these things, but the rest of everybody else has to starve, you know. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, coal mining's finished. So, I don't know. It's it just depends on uh, this big infrastructure thing that they're talking about. Well, yeah, if if that passes and we need steel, you got to have our coal because yeah, we're the only place we that have. Has we it. have uh, we're one of the only places that. What do you call it? Meta medical medical metallurgical coal. Yeah, I mean, I don't dislike coal mining. I mean, I just. I want them to be able to do it and clean up their fucking mess. Yeah. I mean, that's just, you know, that's the thing. You got assholes like Don Blankenship and people like that who just pollute their own community and then have clean water pumped to their house. Mm-hmm. I mean, that those those motherfuckers need to just die. I mean, they're just awful human beings. So and JMO had a chance to kill him and he didn't. <laughs> Should I have done something? Like yes. That? I remember yeah. he's like, so Don Blankenship. <laughs> and I didn't do anything. I feel bad. <laughs> It's the most JMO moment ever. Mm, any other favorite things? No, go ahead. Uh, the Suicide Squad. Yeah. It is on HBO Max. You can also see it in theaters. I highly recommend it. I'm not going to spoil anything, but don't get attached to anybody in this movie. It looks great. I love it's the fact fun. that they. I love the fact that they incorporated the other DC characters to a certain degree. Like uh, he had, he almost killed Superman. Yeah. Um, I'm sure they'd probably sprinkle some more in there some in some ways. Yeah. Um I know that's a spoiler, so I'm not That's gonna... not that that when he almost killed Superman is in a trailer, so. Yeah. But I don't want to spoil it cuz it's so much fun. Every I mean, I watched it again last night. I watched it Thursday night, then I watched it again last night. It was from start to finish, it is a super fun movie. Right. Every single second of it is a good time. Um it's it earned its R rating. I love that. Earn it. It's a hard R. It's for DC, ju- just for the violence. You know what? You know what needs to happen now. James Gunn. DC really needs to make a play and be like, okay, you're you're almost done with Guardians of the Galaxy. It's gonna be your last one. Uh, why don't you come work for us and just build this universe on this movie? You know, and then you can. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he could be the Kevin Feige of DC and build it back into something, and just make it into wild ass. These movies don't have to. Be you don't so make serious okay. You, well, okay, and you don't have to make. That's what I mean. That's what DC lacks is the ability to laugh at itself. You know what I mean? There's it's plenty of it in this one. But yes, I mean, and you need a Superman movie where he acknowledges how ridiculous it is. You know what I mean? He, tongue in cheek. You know, Christopher Reeve did that. He was able to harness that for some reason. He he embodied it. You know, Henry Cavill is great, but he's so damn serious. And it's just Shazam had that. Mm-hmm. Shazam had that thing that's like this is insane. This whole thing is dumb, but we're gonna make it a lot of fun. And they succeeded. When you do that. You succeed, uh, except Wonder Woman. What a piece of shit! The first one was good. Yes, it first one was great. Yeah, first one. Was I really can't good. believe it's the same director for both. 
because they're so monumentally different in quality. It seemed like they the studio put their little grubby fingers on it and tried to make a, a statement movie or whatever. And yeah, it it's like Marvel good. is Marvel. They're just like do what you want as Let long as the it fits people in the- that make the things make the things. Right, that's all you got to do. Oh, there's a new trailer out for uh, Stranger Things. I heard. I haven't watched it yet. Oh shit. I'm excited. I can't wait for the talisman. That's going to be fucking the shit. The wheel of time comes out in just a few months. They've got an official release date for it and everything. Let me see. I'm still on suicide squad. Yep. Um, many, 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 many F bombs. Really? Which is, yeah, just, just cussing, but that's not what got at the R rating. It is so gory <laughs> and so violent. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's almost Tarantino violence. It's over the top. It's great. What is, what's its uh, rating on tomatoes now? I know it's high. Like it was like 90. The critical rate was like 98%. I mean, it was 2021, 92 on tomatoes. That's fucking high. Yeah. That's a, that's a, that's a Marvel movie. That's a good Marvel movie. What's the audience score? Um, 86 that's also extremely high yeah good on you fucking james gunn my god thank and i can't wait to see this it's great I, i'm probably gonna try to watch it at work john cena steals the show is just so good and idris elba damn it i'm glad he's in this and everything but i will say this to my to my grave michael shannon is fine he really is but idris elba as uh, idris elba as zod Oh man, would have been the greatest fucking thing ever. He would have stolen every scene he's in. A black Kryptonian who's a general and just, you know, the guy, you know what I mean? And he's and he's not knowing something. He's Michael Shannon just didn't have that, you know what I mean? He, he's a good actor, but I think it was a little bit beyond him, like his his range. Idris Elba, General Zod needs to be this larger than life fucking powerful you know you almost want him to, a tywin lannisters type figure where at times you just almost want him to win you know mm-hmm. what i mean that's what they needed but you know um edris elba's great he's funny he is he's really good um but john cena is so fucking funny in this movie i like the fact that the care that this that the all the costumes are fucking ridiculous they're so I, stupid i love that shit they're so stupid yeah Margot Robbie, I'm sure, shines. It's it's Dude. this was the movie she was waiting for to be Harley Quinn. Yeah. I think so. She fucking murdered it. She we just great. needed a good Joker. We needed. They they should have tried to work uh, Leto in there somewhere, and actually let him do the thing. You know. Yeah, I agree with that. I'd like to see where that was going to go, and I don't know what's going to happen. It still might go. I have no fucking clue. Eh, I don't know. I have man. no clue. But she's great in this movie. She's hilarious. And like it really shows off what Harley Quinn can do, right? Because she's a gymnast, yeah. And she's a psychopath, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's putting it mildly. <laughs> she's a she's literal, a fucking sociopath. She's she has out of it, no dude. recognizable human emotions. She has, she has a glee. Job. She has a lot of glee. She's, she's yeah. She's super stoked to be doing Harley, to be Harley Quinn. She loves, <laughs> but like the um. She has a John Wick scene. 
Awesome. I can't wait. That is. I so might want to watch this good. at home. Yeah. I mean, I watched. Uh, you want to see it on the screen on a big one. Yeah. So I actually might want to go to the movies and see it. We should do that. I'm down. Um, I don't know what this I think week. Aaron this and Elena are watching it in IMAX, I think. God damn. Where's that? They're in Columbus. They went to St. Louis yesterday. Now they're in Columbus. St. <laughs> Louis. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Child molesting camp. Okay. <laughs> I don't know why they're there. It's something to do with child molestation. Okay. But um, the, she has an awesome John Wick esque scene that is gory, and there's a couple points where the thing that she does, she overdoes it, and it stops being awesome, and then. It, she keeps doing it and it starts being awesome a slow again. burn. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> James Gunn is just, dude, the, the, the fact that Marvel was going to almost, almost fired him or Disney essentially. They did fire him and then brought yeah, him back because they were just like, uh, this guy's too good. We're going to have to kind of let that one go. You know? Well, it was, and he didn't really do anything that bad. No, he made child molestation jokes 10 years ago. Cause he was trying to be an edge Lord and trying to be funny. Right. And on, um, Twitter, and that's what you did 10 years ago on Twitter. You made stupid jokes. Yeah. And it, it, it was not the virtue signaling capital of the world back then. Right. You got on there and you made stupid jokes, and that's what it was. And uh, I, I think a bunch of uh, dipshits on Twitter found them and decided to try to get him fired, and it worked. And then it and then that's when they scooped, uh, scooped him up for Suicide Squad. And then uh, Disney said, you know what? It's not that big of a deal. Right. You guys will be okay. Because everybody fought back against it. The people that are usually for this type of thing. Right. They're just like, hey, man, come it. on. You know, there's a limit to this shit. You know? It, just, it depends on who you are if there's a limit to it. Well, I mean, and if, 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 if your talent level is really high. <laughs> like, 10 years ago, um, or um, if Joe Rogan had tweets like that. Oh, shit. The, the same people that fought back to, to get James Gunn rehired would not have fought for Joe Rogan. You know, many people hate Joe Rogan. It's because he he went outside of the game. Yeah, even though I used to like like I said, I used to hate Joe Rogan. And then one day I was just watching. I was like, this guy's awesome. (laughs) Well, they uh, he played the game for a while. Then he just decided, I'm just going to this new things coming up. They're called podcasts, and I'm going to do between two and five hour ones, and not edit a single thing out of it. And everybody's like, you need to keep it down to an hour. They all need to be an hour long. And he's like, no, I'm just, this is what I like to do. I don't care if it's successful. I've got fuck you money from uh, fear factor. So I don't care if this makes me any money. So he just did the thing. And eventually he, 20 million people listen to his show every week. Jesus. Every, every episode. So he puts out three. He has so much fuck you money now. Oh yeah. God. But that he went outside of the system and uh, did his own thing. And that's why everybody, feels like they have to play within the system, hates them. Right. It's professional jealousy. Sure. Well, I'm just, just out and out being a fucking jealous, being a quote unquote hater. Yeah. I hate that fucking word, that's, but it really does fit. That's why they go after everybody that's associated with them. Right. They try to cancel everybody that's associated with them. I don't know. I know Dick about Jordan Peterson. I don't know anything about He seems guy. like a nice guy. I, I know that he said some shit that I don't agree with, but. Um, one of the big things that, but not everything he said, I've disagreed. Well, with, his, uh, his whole sh- um, thing is appealing to young men to make them, to try to make them. He's better. almost a big towel kind of guy. No, he's not. He's not like that at all. He loves women. And he's yeah. 
wants you to treat women with respect. But right. he, he used he used a scientific term called enforced monogamy. That's a scientific term about like um, people's uh, like social pressure to keep families together because it really is the best way to have children. You know, it is stable, but I, I would. I mean, it's not the only way. There's. I would turn say though that uh, that. Gay couples can do it just as well. Oh yeah, I mean uh, that's that's the thing that people are. But still, two parents. Crazy about it. It yeah, matter, yeah, it doesn't exactly, matter the exactly. sex of the two that, parents. That's what I, I was going to say. That's two loving parents who share their kids' love and I mean, back each other up. You, you know, you have a daughter that has turned out fine with um, um, split parents. Yeah, she turned out great. Yeah, Aaron and Elena's kid. Whenever that thing grows up after they get divorced, it'll, I'm sure it'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, those two are never going to get no. divorced. <laughs> that's like the one. That's like the shining relationship that you know that I think about. But he used that term, and then people thought think thinks he meant the government should force people to stay married. That's what they think. <laughs> no, but his whole it's thing like, was trying to make young men better. Like he has a, a book uh, called Twelve Rules, and it's uh, make your bed, uh, always do your best, shit like that. Sure, yeah. I mean, it's not it's. It's simple sense. pop psychology bullshit. It's like uh, McRaven. Have yeah. you read? Have you read his book? I have not. It's called Make Your Bed. Yeah, and it's just about getting up and doing. I love Admiral McRaven. Great guy. Despises Donald Trump. But anyway, <laughs> um, well, it's like Ben Shapiro. Ben Shapiro is intelligent, but I think a lot of people have seen through his thing now, where he just talks very fast, and you know, and you know, if you get him on his heels. He's not very good anymore. Like he actually said, and I quote, well, I, you know, he, he had a real moment. That's just, it tells you what he's really about. When he got an argument about critical race theory, he said, uh, well, I'll just try to, uh, said something about sleeping on my pile of money. I was just like, Oh yeah, I saw that. Well, that guy, I watched that last night. Yeah. I'm not saying that I agree with being, what the guy was saying. I'm not saying I didn't. Cut. He was, I'm not saying I disagree with what that guy was saying. I know, it, but, but he really copped out with that. Well, what instead guy, of just forming a fucking argument, you well, know what the guy said was, "Is this what your show's like? Because it sucks." Because I'll remember that while I'm sleeping, sleeping on my pile of money. I mean, he th- could have he could have answered that with a more Ben Shapiro like intelligent comeback. It, he could have done that. also. Well, on that show, you have seven minutes. Fair. That's okay for the argument. That's fair. And he was he knew that they were getting ready to cut to Bill Maher's bullshit new rules. So, I like Bill Maher. Ah, uh, he's okay. He's, he's fine. He nails it sometimes. He, he nails it a lot of the time. Yeah. But just the smugness. Well, it's just his face. He, he's, he does have a smug face and voice. <laughs> and attitude. <laughs> and show. Yeah. I don't like or dislike Ben Shapiro. I think he's right about some things. I, well, me, I, I, I largely dislike him because I he for one thing, he shills for Prayer You, which is, you know, He's very almost Dinesh D'Souza-ish, where, uh, again, not a pet issue or, you know, something. Dinesh D'Souza, and I think Ben Shapiro would probably go along with this, try to sell the myth that the annihilation of Native, uh, near annihilation of Native Americans was all about disease. It was all disease. It's like, that's a complete horseshit. That's not, there's, there is little to no truth to that. So I'm not saying that disease didn't play a factor, but they way overstated because to try to get people off the hook, essentially. And I can I, see. I don't know if Ben Shapiro's ever said anything. I like don't that. know if he would either, but it seems like he would. I mean, it seems like to be in his wheelhouse, you know. So, Maybe, but yeah. I, he's never said anything about sure. it that I know of. Of course, I don't follow him. I think it's completely. an issue he kind of stays away from. Actually, he doesn't really say a lot. But um, yeah. The, anyway, with, sorry. With Jordan Peterson, 
it's just that he was trying to appeal to young men. And uh, that's why everybody hated him. And he would hang out with Rogan and people of that ilk. And like he went on a, a speaking tour and his uh, the guy with him, Dave Rubin, is like a uh, sort of a right wing figure, even yeah. though he's got just kind of milk toast. Yeah, he's he's such a he's a crap. He's, well, no he's uh, as far as I can tell, he seems like uh, uh, this word is so overused online, but he seems like a grifter. Yeah, he doesn't really have any solid opinions. No, he doesn't he just because he, you know, you know, he was on left wing stuff first. Yeah, he was on Young Turks, right? And then he found out what would sell. It's like Candace Owens; she has absolutely no, she has no integrity whatsoever. That's a fun thing I found out about a lot of these, and they do it in left wing circles too. Sure, I'm not saying they don't, but, but um, the uh, a lot of the right wing people that you're seeing pop up, they were all on this talent finding thing. Like uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene, Lord and Bobert, her, uh, mm. uh, Candace Owens, they were all on this like talent finding thing, and they were sort of groomed and auditioned to turn into these figures, just like AOC was. Right? She she auditioned to become the candidate for the Congress seat there. Now, but that being said, that doesn't mean that, that doesn't somebody mean, who's groomed that can't do a good job, no. or have solid I ideas. Mean, none of them are. But <laughs> AOC has a lot of charisma. Yeah, but she's also... I don't really pay attention to her, so I don't know what she's about. She so. completely lacks any sort of principles. Like, she... the um, Forcing the vote on Medicare, that was a big thing that was going on a few months ago, and she and uh, she just sort of ignored it. Her big thing was to get Medicare for all and all this stuff, and mm-hmm. sort of abandoned it once they got Biden in, in office. And, like, I don't know if i want that or not i really don't know I, I i don't want anybody to pay any taxes but if we're gonna have to pay them if i have to pay them i think the other people have to pay them if i if i can get a gun put to my head and thrown in jail for not paying my measly three thousand dollars a year in taxes right. same thing should happen to jeff bezos well yeah they pay none yeah i know i mean that's that's you know but the biggest advocate for them not paying taxes are middle-class white people because they are under some illusion that they're going to be that someday. No, you are not. There is a there is a factoid that I cannot believe when I saw that. It said, if you earned $100,000 a day for, uh, what was it? Many years, I would say. For, I can't remember the, the figure, you would make 15% of Elon Musk's total wealth. You know, it, it was for like for like a thousand years or something. You know, it's just, and that's a hundred thousand dollars. I think it was a day. It wasn't a week. I think it was a day. You know, it's, it's just we're in a world where yes, I, I, I think that people should be able to, you know, make money and do what they want with it. But I, I just hate that we're in a, in a world where. Nobody seems to want to help anybody else out with their money. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, fun thing I found out about. Just a couple weeks ago, whenever I did my registration for my car last year, instead of the normal fifty dollars, mm-hmm. it was a hundred and fifty dollars to get the little sticker. Right. And I thought, Jesus Christ, they really raised the price. They only raised the price on hybrids. That they, they because we we spent less money on gas, so they had to get that tax money out of us somehow. <laughs> so they raised it. To 150 Dude. instead of 50. And it's I like was, the, I fucking lost my mind. I was like, this is fucking insane. What's well, like the thing with Ruby Ridge? You know, did we discuss that? 
we've discussed it before. The guy just wanted to be left alone. Yeah, I mean, and they were, and they threw him and his wife. They they got him out of their car and threw him on the ground, and then they basically said, "If you don't uh, infiltrate this white supremacist organization, then we're gonna, you know, put you in jail." It's mm-hmm. just like for what? They didn't do anything wrong, you know. Not that I. That they were they were crazy Christian into the world people, but that's their right to do. They that. were not hurting anybody. No, it's until like they, what, until they were attacked, right? And that's I'm talking about. That's you know goes back to what we're talking about. The United States government, you know, just does whatever the fuck it wants to do because they have a not monopoly on violence. Almost everything you hear about, like the um, the plot to kidnap the Gretchen Whitmer, Michigan governor. Mm-hmm. There was 15 people involved in that plot. 12 of them were FBI. Right. I mean, and they set up the whole thing. They found a few idiots and got them all hyped up about it in the plan. And then when they go to do the plan, sorry about your luck. And it was all entrapment because they found some dipshits. Okay. It happens all the time. I don't agree with that at all, of course, but okay. Like anything, there's gray area, you know, it's like the thing with the Capitol riots. I don't know if I disagree with that or not, you know, as in uh, getting those people fired up to do something because that's what they were going to do. You know what I mean? It's like if you give them, their, it's it's kind of like a pimple, you know, bring it to a head to bust it out and make it go away. You know what I mean? I, I don't know. I just, it's fucking such a, it's such a shit issue because they are a bunch of dopey fucking morons who decided that they're, you know, they're gonna this election wasn't accurate fuck you yes it was there's no fucking way there's just no way i've heard all the evidence the the my pillow guy is the one who's, who's the topper i mean he's just a fucking moron and and he's got and he's got no evidence if you have no evidence you shouldn't be allowed to keep saying shit i mean there should be repercussions for that you know if you bring something forth in the public sphere and you're using it to to rile people up. It's it, okay. I don't know. <laughs> Hearing myself say it, I don't know what I don't. I don't even know. I don't even know what it's I'm pretty try- authoritarian, right? I don't. Know, but I don't know what I'm trying to get across. I think there should be yelling fire in a in a crowded theater. You should be, you get in trouble for that. You know. I think that there should be something along those lines when it comes to things like this. You know. Well, he's being sued by the voting machine companies. Yeah, but but they're not going to enforce. See, it's like the thing with Donald Trump's taxes. You know, he's not going to give them up. And what are they going to do? Take him a gunpoint? You know, it's just there. There's there's no that to me. There's no consequences for that. That's what I'm saying. For us, that happens. But there's no consequences for those people. They should be subject to the same fucking consequences. Yeah, I think so too. But I mean, if he thinks that there was voter fraud, and to be honest, there probably was. If yeah, but not on the scale to ever put so many to to not. I don't know about that. But Dude, it's just not. I don't possible. know. I don't. Also, I don't care. I, yeah. But um, if if uh, people really thought that Donald Trump is the next Hitler, worse than Hitler, even if they thought he was going, he was going to take this country to the to the path of ruin. Right. It would make sense to cheat, right? That's fair. But I'm saying that. In a sense, our lack of cohesion with this 
makes that so fucking impossible. You know what I mean? It, it, our, our, our shitty way of doing the system is actually a benefit when it comes to this. So you see what I'm getting at? Like yeah. it, 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 to mobilize something like that would be oh, it's a scale damn that. near impossible. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Our our sheer rank stupidity in so many, in so many things is for this benefits us. You know. So um, and worse than Hitler. Yeah, uh, I think given the opportunity, because Hitler. The difference is, okay, Hitler uh, had a rudimentary intelligence. He uh, He's actually a smart guy. He wasn't a genius. You know, all those people are like, Hitler, he wasn't. He wasn't. He's just charismatic. And nobody, well, there's that. And nobody in the uh, German high command, when it comes to the civilian posts, none of them were that intelligent. You know, they try to they try to sell that, that, you know, this brilliant group of evil men. No, they weren't that intelligent. That was... Uh, they were a group of average guys who, you know, but I'm saying that uh, they had an, uh, I'm going to quote John Goodman and fucking in uh, the big Lebowski. At le- you say what you want about national socialism. At least it's an ethos. And Donald Trump has none. He's, he doesn't have any loyalty. He doesn't have, he doesn't have any integrity whatsoever. He doesn't have any, he he would sell his he would literally sell his own children he would do that he's that kind of human being he i mean it's 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 written all over him time and time again you know all you have to do is dig into it barely below the surface level and you see what kind of awful awful human being he is and given the opportunity he would kill journalists he would jail his opponents he would do all those things he was trying to figure out how to do it anyway he probably would but he didn't. I know, but that's. <laughs> but we're talking about. We're not talking about what happened. We're talking about potentials of things. Yeah, and his potential is worse than Hitler. Like in our system, it's a little bit different. Um, and I, yeah, definitely, man. I mean, come on. I mean, you see what he's doing to the American system with you know how seventy million voters. How how can they and and it's so tied up and it's not really the guy himself that's the biggest danger it's the people that are willing to do it and we have this whole new thing with Christianity and nationalism has morphed into this awful awful white supremacist really ideal thing where you know they are so blinded by their own prejudice and all this shit that they are willing to follow a man who given any other circumstances they would see at me like this guy's just an asshole millionaire who's trying to tell everybody what to do i wouldn't have him over for dinner but now you have people who case in point the movies like the trump prophecy and shit like that they sell they don't sell a lot but they sell more than you think they would you know people believe this horse shit and they're I mean, the lack of American education has really benefited guys like Donald Trump and people of their ilk. He's not the one I'm scared of. The one I'm scared of is a guy like Josh Hawley or something like that who really has no scruples or principles either, but is a smart person. Donald Trump is an idiot. He's really he's really fucking stupid. Like all the stuff I've read about him and learned about him, he's a really stupid person. So, um, like, and his children, have you ever seen an actual interview? They're all dumb. They're just, and they're not dumb because they're born dumb. They're dumb because they're so narcissistic. They believe that no, nobody can teach them anything. They believe that they know everything. It's it's a symptom of the sickness. So, 
Ivanka is the one with 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 she's the almost the Marilyn Munster. You know, she is smart enough to see things how they're going, and now they have no relationship. Like she's cut himself off from him entirely, and you know. He's like, oh, you're probably fucking up, you know, and that's going to destroy us. So we are going this way, you know. Apparently, it's the thing. Melania's left him too, pretty much. So <laughs> I don't blame her. She's oh, hot. She oh, could, fuck yeah, she could fuck any get all kinds of dick. Sure. And it's, and it, I think his one son Baron, you, you see him on stage with him, despises him. I know that look because I had that look. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Um, other favorite things. I shot my best round ever at uh, Beckwith yesterday. A nice 13 over par, I think. That's the tough course, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think it was 13. Might have been 14. No, 12. Sold myself short. Last week, I was 20 over. Awesome. uh, 21 and 20 the week before, I was 18. So, yeah, not bad. I've improved by six strokes. Now, wasn't all completely legit. Uh, I gave myself a couple mulligans. Sure. One or two of them. But you're willing to admit that. Yeah. So I'm not uh, giving myself high fives or anything. I can't stand people who golf cheaters are the worst. You know, they're, you know, when you're dealing with a golf cheater too. I mean, they're just, they're such. When me and J-Mo play together, if you know what you want to do, I know exactly where I want to throw it. And then I grip lock it and it goes into a tree five feet away from me. He's like, throw it again. Jesus Christ. I'm like, okay. <laughs> right. I understand that. You know what I mean? Being just overly strict about it is, especially when you're just trying to learn how to play and stuff like that, yeah. is dumb. But the, the people who have played consistently for years and then they- Yeah, kick the, kick the ball. Right. Oh, God. Like Judge Smales on fucking Caddyshack. <laughs> I love that he's just like, oh, they're they're all playing and they're like, you see him on the, on the putting green. He said, put me down for, <laughs> he said, put me down for five. And the kid behind me goes- <laughs> <laughs> They're all that group of men are all fucking douchebag cheaters, you know. So. Um, by the way, everybody, I said nine. You know, nine, say, yeah. everybody knows that scene in Caddyshack. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Um, JMO and Adam and all them there in uh, Illinois playing a tournament this week. Yeah, that's fun. I love that uh, song, the Red Audio song. Oh yeah, it's fucking good. We'll go out on that. Trying to think of anything else that I might have uh, favorited. Mm, South Park. I've been watching an episode here and there. It, in a row, you had the Gingers. Then the very next episode was Tom Cruise in the Closet. <laughs> Fucking great. The very next episode after that was the Super Adventure Club. <laughs> Are they just child molesters? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which is real. The Super Adventure Club is real? No fucking way. They believe that uh, to go around... Oh, that's Nambla you're talking about. No. I'm pretty sure because uh, there was a scene where they talk about having sex with children increases your life force and you can become, become immortal. And it said at the bottom of the screen, this is what Super Adventure Club actually believes. Well, it's like, you know, that uh, in Africa, these witch doctors told these yep, idiots if they had sex with an infant, it would cure AIDS. And it was the return of Chef because Chef was uh, brainwashing. They used uh, that was Chef. Yes, Let's go have sex, children. <laughs> Dude, Isaac Hayes. I want to make love to your children. 
because they had to cut his shit <laughs> yeah. together because he was brainwashed by Scientology. Oh, yeah, yeah. The Scientology episode just the season before made him quit. Well, that's, they were talking about that too, and I agree with him being pissed off at him because he said every other joke we did was fine, but then we got into Scientology and he couldn't fucking handle that. Fuck Scientologists. Dumb shits. I want to get a shirt that just says fuck Xenu on it. <laughs> <laughs> now, I'm not sure if Super Venture Club is real, to be quite honest. But no, it was what it was is based on NAMBLA, North American. What is it? Well, there was the, the NAMBLA episode and the Super Venture Club episode are different. Oh, okay. Um, TL earned an episode of South Park had to add a disclaimer. This is what Scientologists actually believe. You can see. <laughs> Then the Mormons episode. Dum 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 dum. <laughs> They're just fucking John Smith head. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go home and watch that. They, oh, it always makes me fucking chuckle. <laughs> God, again, what? And not just Americans with this, you know, because Scientology is a worldwide thing, of course. Okay, it's not real. Super Adventure Club is not real, but I'm sure there are people like that. Oh, sure, uh, but. What people are willing to believe is just staggering, you know. And I, I got sucked into it at one point too because I was desperate. The uh, the secret thing, mm-hmm. I got sucked into that, and it's just it's just a, a rebrand of the power of positive thinking by this mm-hmm. idiot that Donald Trump and his fucking psychopathic dad listened to. You know what I mean? There's nothing wrong with thinking positively and acting on it. And I think that helped me. It actually really helped me at that point. It got helped me get the job at the plant. It helped me with a lot of things. You know, I needed it because I was super depressed right before that. And I, my mind was searching for anything to latch on to. And I did. But in hindsight, I'm like, man, that's not you. You know, you don't. You don't believe in such things, you know, and. I think that's who they prey on. They prey on people who are at their lowest ebb and they, you know, or people who are uh, young and uh, they prey on the young a lot. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, And they prey on the, on the old who are scared to die. They play, you know, they prey on all these different groups of people. And, um, I got preyed on with the secret thing. Luckily I never spent any money on anything. Uh, but it did, it did feel good. You know, I can well, see there's how nothing wrong with like making a vision board and like, this is where I want to see. Sure. In a year. You know, but there's it's not wrong, with but it. it's not magic. It's not, it's not a, yeah. it's not a cosmic cash register. There are people that believe if you just think positive about it, then those things will come to you. Right. You, you still got to get your hands dirty. You still got to do it. Well, sure. And I understand that a lot of people who are famous are involved with the secret, but then they also, Jim Carrey put it best. He's like, you can't just do that and go have a sandwich. Yeah. You know, you have to act on it, you know, and I, and I did, I really talked to, you know, people, I was like, I need a good job. I need my life to move forward, you know, and, and it, it needs to happen because I'm getting to an age where it's going to be bad. You know, I can't work at tutors the rest of my life. So it was, you know, do we got anything else you want to talk about? I don't think so. We don't have a subreddit cause Aaron's no, I'm not fucking kids in the subreddit so much. Uh, all right, I'm going to find that red audio. Let me see where to go. There it is. Pull that bitch up. All right. Thanks for listening, and go fuck yourselves. Go buy the t-shirts. Uh, oh, shit. Oh, yeah, Bobby Bowden died. Um, 
Beautiful Bobby Eaton died. Yeah, what did he die of heart attack? Just old, probably a heart attack. Was he old? He's in his sixties by now. But he was never on roids. No. But if he was, he was getting ripped off. That Alabama diet, you know. Yeah. Um, God, he was a good wrestler. He was such a good one of the wrestler. Best. Um, Dusty Hill died from ZZ Top. <laughs> um, bunch of people. Yeah, it sucks. Twenty twenty one. That whole twenty twenty yeah. thing was blame just, blame the year. Such a hack. Such a hack bit. All right. Thanks for listening. Go buy the shirts and go fuck yourselves. <laughs>